Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 126 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, my sincere gratitudes to you to, for turning in today. Today, we have six simple breathwork exercises that are going to really help change and make your life better. Now, breathwork is one of those things that it seems really simple. And when you hear people talk about it, it's like one of those things like, oh, yeah, you got to be keto. You got to be vegan. You got to do breathwork. It's one of those trendy words that is out in the ether today that a lot of people talk about and harp on or meditation, which are all good. But a lot of people just kind of not I wouldn't say overblow the benefits that you get from it, but it is one of those things you hear people talk about. And I don't think a lot of people actually have the practice of implementing it all the time. So for the last probably at least year or so, I have really tried to focus on breath work and whether it's just the process of breathing when I'm working out, or in this case, doing specific breath work exercises that really help me develop my breathing system and being conscious of that. And then also different types of things that I do when I am sleeping to try to make sure that I'm not breathing out through my mouth and nasal breathing, obviously is one of the things that's going to be most important. But the gist of today's episode, these are specific exercises that you can take and implement that involve counting and being present in your body. And one of the best things we can do to connect with our body and be present with our body is to control our breath. Our breath is the actual life force that we bring into our body that helps circulate air throughout our body that gives us life. So a lot of people, again, it's kind of trendy to talk about breath work, but there is something to be said for how important it is because it affects our nervous system and all of these underlying chemical and biological, physiological processes that are taking place in our body. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And before I jump on into everything, as always, I will ask you a huge favor. If you get any sort of value out of this, any sort of benefit, anything like that, leave a comment or like on the YouTube video. Let me know what you think. Or if you have a question, or if you're listening to it on a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, any of that, just leave a review. Let me know that you appreciate it and it made your life better in some way, shape, or form. Ultimately, that is my goal with this project, is to help people improve their life, improve their habits, improve their performance in every area and every aspect. So that being said, let's jump into ways that we can implement breath work. So why is breath important? Well, like I talked about, it is our life force. So we are controlling our life force with our breath. That is how important our breath is. And you don't really think about it. It's like blinking. What if you took away the ability to blink? You'd probably go crazy. Same thing with breath work. Also, why is breath really important? Because it is a huge influencer and impact of stress in our life. And a lot of times when we look at when we are really stressed out or when we have stress that is affecting us in certain ways, we can go back to our breath to help control, mitigate, and get that stress under control. Also, another thing is we can tend to be nostril dominant and not nostradamus, <laughs> JK, but uh, nostril dominant, meaning that one nostril can be more so than the other. And so this is something that we really need to be aware of as we are breathing 
and try to be conscious of because, again, this is going to affect a lot of the autonomic processes going on in our body. Another really important reason is it affects our appetite. So what is the huge cause of suffering and poor health in the world, especially the first world today? It's obesity and being overweight. And our breath is going to actually influence our appetite. Just some quick stats about breath. So we average 16 breaths per minute. And if you add that up over an average age of 75 years, that means in a lifetime, you're going to get 630,720,000 breaths. So think about that as you go about your days today, that life is finite. We are not here forever. And the time that we are here is a blip. And you, on average, will get 630,720,000 breaths. What are you going to do with each one of those? Also, breathing can affect our mood and chronic mouth breathing can be something that, again, is going to be very detrimental to our health. And there is a book, I didn't read it, but I have listened to a lot of podcasts with a guy. His name is James Nestor. He just wrote a book about, I think it's called Breathe, but he talks about how bad mouth breathing can be. And they did an experiment where he taped up his nostrils for a week and only breathed out of his out of his mouth and all of the markers of inflammation and different areas of poor health came up after they tested just that week of him mouth breathing. And think of how many people are going around on a daily basis and breathing through their mouth for the most part. Here's some extra facts on breathing for you. So the average person breathes in the equivalent of 13 pints of air every minute and takes again about 17,000 breaths per day. Breathing air is not actually a good description of what happens when we breathe. So air is made up of almost 79% nitrogen, 21% oxygen, and small amounts of elements like helium, carbon dioxide, and hydrogen. So inhaled air is made up of 16% oxygen, 4% carbon dioxide, and 79% nitrogen. And our lungs swap around 4 to 5% oxygen for carbon dioxide. Our lungs exhale almost half a liter of water every single day. I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. And this is another reason it's important to stay hydrated. Most people can hold their breath for a maximum of one to two minutes. And there was actually a guy in 2010 that held his breath for 22 minutes. I know David Blaine has also had something crazy where he's held his breath for like 20 or 30 minutes. So it's pretty crazy and amazing what humans can do when you learn to control your breath. The lungs are the biggest waste removal engine in the body, accounting for the removal of 70% of body waste in the form of carbon dioxide. Psychologists have found that breathing practices are effective in fighting anxiety, depression, and stress. And physiological evidence has indicated that even a single breathing practice, which we're going to talk about today, significantly reduces blood pressure. Mouth breathing can actually change your face. So researchers have found differences in the facial development of children that breathe through their mouths compared to children that nose breathe. And it is actually, when you nose breathe, they have looked at those people and they tend to be rated for higher levels of attractiveness, just in terms of their face symmetry. And your emotions change the way you breathe. So researchers have shown that our breathing pattern can influence the emotion we experience. And that goes back to this idea of breathing and our stress and control of our mood and appetite etc. So protocol number one, this is one of my favorite and my go-to. So this is four, seven, eight breathing. I learned from this from a guy named Andrew Weil, who's one of the foremost naturopath doctors in the United States. But basically to start, you're going to place the tip of your tongue against the ridge of tissue just behind the, your upper front teeth and keep it there through the entire exercise. 
Next, you're going to close your mouth and inhale quietly through your nose to a mental count of four. So just one, two, three, four. And then you're going to hold your breath. So you're going to hold it in for seven seconds. Count to seven. And then next, you're going to exhale completely through your mouth, making a whoosh sound to the count of eight. And so eight seconds out. So basically, just think of this as four seconds in, seven seconds hold, eight seconds out. Pretty simple. And then this is going to be one cycle. And now you're going to go through this three more times for a total of four breaths. And this is when you're first starting out. And what this does is a natural tranquilizer for the nervous system. So unlike drugs, which are often effective when you first take them but lose their power over time, this exercise is subtle when you first try it, but it actually helps build up over time and you get better at it and it has more profound effects. So it gains in power with repetition and practice. I do this at least twice a day, so I'll do it in the morning and then also in the evening right before I go to bed. You cannot do it too frequently. And when you're first starting out, he recommends that you do not do more than four cycles at one time. And then later you can build up to doing eight. I found the sweet spot for me is six. And this is going to definitely help with stress. So if you're ever feeling stressed out throughout the day, this is like an ultimate stress hack that you can do if you feel like you're getting really anxious. I feel like that sometimes. And then also right before you go to bed, I'm telling you, obviously there's other stuff that you can do to make sure that you're sleeping better. But if you do this right before you go to bed, it just puts you into a nice, deep, relaxed state to help you fall asleep. Protocol two. So this one is called the stimulating breath. So this is adapted from yogic breathing techniques and it aims to raise vital energy and increase alertness. So basically the way you do this is you inhale and exhale rapidly through your nose, keeping your mouth closed, but relaxed. Your breaths in and out should be equal in duration, but as short as possible. So you do three in and three out breath cycles per second. And this produces a quick movement of the diaphragm suggesting a bellows. Breathe normally after each cycle and do not do this for more than 15 seconds on your first try. And each time you practice the stimulating breath, you can each increase your number by five seconds or so until you reach a full minute. And then if done properly, you will feel invigorated comparable to the heightened awareness you feel after a good workout. So this is one of those ones you can kind of use your breath to amp you up, get you in a state, whether you're needing a lot of energy or going through a workout or something like that to really heighten your awareness, which I thought was pretty cool. Protocol three is box breathing and came across this from a guy named Mark Devine who wrote a book called The Way of the Seal. He's a former Navy SEAL and has really cool books and he has this thing called uh, Seal Fit where you can go out and basically go through the Hell Week training that the Navy SEALs have, which I would like to do at some point in my life just to push myself. And I'm always interested in ways that we can push our body to the brink and see how far we can go. But basically, the goal of this is to quiet the mind during a period of extreme stress. And the technique is really simple. So you just close your mouth and slowly breathe in through your nose for four counts. So you're going to hold your breath for four seconds. And then so breathe in for four, hold for four, and then release for four. So you're going to slowly exhale through your mouth for a count of four and hold the exhale for another four counts. And so you can do this a few times and it's going to help you achieve a more relaxed state. Unlike with the four, seven, eight breathing where he really recommends a four or six repetition. You can kind of just do this until you feel like you're in a more relaxed state. This is going to help you just take control and take presence over your body. Protocol four, and this is something I've done just from different yoga practices I've tried, is the alternate nostril breathing method. So in the Kundalini tradition, this form is also known as Nadi Shohana Pranayama. And this is a very potent stress-reducing tactic. I definitely noticed when I have done this before, 
that it almost kind of just instantly calms you down. So you begin by pressing your thumb on your right nostril and breathe out gently through your left nostril. And then you're going to breathe in through the left nostril gently and then press the left nostril closed with a different finger. I use my index finger. And then remove your thumb from the right nostril and breathe out through your right nostril. And then same thing on the other side. You're going to breathe through the right nostril, close the nostril, and then exhale to the left. And what I have noticed is if you ever have one nostril, a lot of times this will happen to me when I wake up in the morning. I have one side that is stuffed more than the other. This really helps balance out the nostrils and get a steady flow of air going through both of them. So along with putting you into a relaxed state, it also kind of gives you that balance and helps center you, especially if you do it in the morning for the rest of the day to just feel grounded and centered. So protocol, protocol five is called breath counting. So this is used in Zen practice. Basically what you're gonna do is sit in a comfortable position with the spine straight and head inclined slightly forward. You're going to gently close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and then let the breath come naturally without trying to influence it. And to begin the exercise, count one to yourself as you exhale. And the next time you exhale, count two and so on up until you get to five. And then once you get to five, you're going to start over again. And so you're never going to count higher than five and only count when you exhale. So basically, this is really simple. It's just counting your breaths. But when you get to five, you reset and go to one. And the point of this is to actually help prime your brain to get into a state of meditation. And so if you find yourself going up to 8, 12, 19 higher numbers, you're going to realize that your mind is wandering. And so the goal is to basically get your body relaxed and prime yourself to be in a state of meditation where you are relaxed, easygoing, and can get into the slower brainwave states to allow your body to meditate throw off some of the stress and be in much more of a calm state. Now, nobody's going to argue against the benefits of meditation. And the goal of this one is to just help prime your body because it's very hard to go from doing something like working or exercising or whatever it is to have your body completely relaxed and to be in a state of meditation. And whether you're just doing a meditation where you're emptying out your mind or you're doing a visualization or you're thinking about your future and what you want for your future, um, this can be pretty powerful. Now, protocol six, this is something that I won't take credit for, but have kind of invented for myself. And I did this this morning and it's very relaxing and very priming for the day and kind of helps you get ready for the day. And also at night before you go to bed. But basically what I will do is I'll do the four, seven, eight breathing protocol for six rounds. So like we talked about earlier, I'll go through that. And then what I do is I will do four seconds in, four seconds out, kind of like the box breathing for a visualization period of the following. So I'll do four seconds in, four seconds out, and I will imagine a golden ball of light around my body. So I just envision my body kind of out of my body, looking at my body, thinking about it, and just seeing a golden ball of light and love around my body. And I'll do this for three times. Then the next thing I move to is I will do a golden ball of light visualization around the building that I'm in. So whether it's my house or the gym or wherever I'm at, if I'm inside and then if I'm outside, it will be just in that immediate area in the area that I can see. And I'll do this three times. Then I move into a visualization of a golden ball of light across the city and area that I live in. Do that three times. Then I'm moving out. So I'm kind of like zooming out as I go through this. I will do it across the state or province that I live in. And I will do that three times. And while I'm doing this, I'm just four seconds in, four seconds out, slowly thinking about it and just visualizing all those things in a state of love, peace, and light around me. 
The next thing I do is I do a gold ball of light and love around the country that I live in. And then from there, I zoom out and do one around the globe. And that's three times as well. And then as I finish that, I come back into my body. And so I'm zooming back in down to my body, down into the cells, the molecular level, and just envisioning love and light and healing going through that. And then I will breathe through that again, do that three times, and then just send out love to those things. Now, some people may think that's cuckoo, but I notice when I do this, my day is so much better. I'm so much more willing to help people, willing to serve people in a state of gratitude when I do this, as opposed to just being bombarded and overrun with stress and all these different things. So again, this is just my personal invention that I enjoy doing. I call it the sending love breath work slash meditation. And if you do this, it's going to get you closer into those brainwave states that really help you just relax and be more comfortable and ultimately change your life for the better. And when we talk about being a high performer, doing all these different things that help us become better at performing in our life, part of that is letting go of some of the trauma and letting go of some of the stress that we have so that we can focus on the things that we know are going to make the world better. Ultimately, you will be successful if you help other people be successful, if you create things that other people like, if you produce things that other people enjoy and use and use to make their lives better. And the way we do this is by being in a state of creation. Well, how do we get into a state of creation? We work on these things like our breath that allows us to get into the mental states where we're focused, we're confident, we're conscious, and we're competent of what's going on around us. And we're not in a reactionary state all these things are happening around us. We're reacting to all the news that's going on in the world, reacting to all these bad things. We shed those, we let them go, and then we focus on love and light. And one of the best ways that you can directly connect with that source of energy is by using your breath to control your physiological state, to open yourself up to abundance, to open up to yourself to creativity, and open yourself up to love. To close it out, I have this quote from Marcus Aurelius, who obviously was the great Stoic general leader of the Roman army back in the day. But he said, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. And if we think about our breath as a direct connection to the life force around us, it's what's going to help sink us up into the gratitude that we can have to be alive, to think about things, to enjoy the life that we are here to live and to love. And you think about the breath as the conduit to connecting with those things. And when you become conscious of that, you become conscious of your breath, you use that to influence all those other areas of your life that you can do and improve to become better at whatever it is you're trying to do. So think about that. Marcus Aurelius, obviously, if you haven't read him before, he's a stoic. Go read meditations, just a little short writing that he has on some of his life philosophies. But this is something that we all should focus on and think about and try to incorporate, even if it's just once or twice a day for five minutes, the profound impact it can have on the rest of our life. And particularly at a point in our life when we may be stressed out, we may be dealing with things that feel like they're outside of control. Our breath, our breath helps center us and bring us back into flow into consciousness, into the present moment, which is ultimately what's going to help set us free from some of the limitations that we feel like we're experiencing at any given time. So that is all 
about the six protocols of breath work. Hopefully that was helpful to you. Hopefully you got something out of it. If you get anything, just take one of these and practice it just for five minutes a day. Just take it and use it for five minutes a day and say, I'm going to do this today. And I'm going to take the two or three minutes that it takes to do this exercise and just work on it. And then you're going to build on it every single day. And then it's become a habit and it's going to become a routine. And all of a sudden you're going to be building upon it and then wanting to do more and knowing that it has positive ripple effects in every other area of your life. So that is it for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you got something out of this. If you have any sort of feedback, let me know, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Peace.